Hello, and welcome to a pair of Dice Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan, and I'll be your editor for the game. Today, we're concluding our play of Sexy Battle Wizards, a two-page RPG by Grant Howitt. Link in the description. Make sure to tune in after the game concludes for a quick rundown of how we felt about the game, and of course, some of our outtakes. Next week, we'll be posting another one-shot, Goblin Punks, which we had a lot of fun running, and I cannot wait to uh, deal with that editing. In this thrilling conclusion, Team Honeypot confronts the Lord of the Dead at his disco rave for bi-millennials. Or was it a bi-millennial rave disco? Oh well, that's a problem for the not-tens to think about. This is Sexy Battle Wizards Part 2. So, when last we left off, you all, if I remember correctly, stepped off of, out of an elevator door, and into center stage of a runway. It's hard to make out what's, what all is in the room, because there is only two spotlights. One on your party of five, the other on Del Muerte de Santa Maria del Mundos. And his group of four sexy zombies. But there's one thing you can make out in the middle of the room. One thing that Lumi makes out very clearly. A disco ball. Uh, As you come to your senses of where you are. The other group begins to approach you. Snapping like they're sharks approaching the jets. Who would like to take the spotlight? Should is the spotlight following them as they snap towards us? It is. Oh uh, hell no, it's not. All right. So Lumi's gonna turn to Dante and be like, Dante, take out the light. They don't deserve it. And I'm going to make the one on us even better. I'm going to look over to Lumi and be like, Ah, fantastic idea, my friend. Well then, we can't have them showing us up to the disco ball, now can we? And I'm going to, uh... Where where there is light, there must also be shadow on the very edges of it. And I'm going to use my forbidden shadowmancy to have the tendrils move at the speed of darkness to snuff out the light on on that spotlight. (laughs) And as I do this, I'm going to, like, point at their light and, like, throw my hair back as my long locks, like, flutter in the wind. Oh, man. Uh, Roll me a wizard check of three. Difficulty three. Okay, so it's, I roll a d6, right? Uh, you roll three d6 because your wizard stat is three. And you have to beat uh, three with at least one of them. All right, that's five, six, and a two, so I think that I beat that. That is. Uh, tell me what yours, well, you told me what the start of your spell looks like. Tell me what your spell finishes with, since you did get the six. So that's like an all-out success. 
as they're strutting towards us like jets uh, coming uh, or like sharks going going to meet with the jets, the shadow tendrils on the edge of it are going to go over their own spotlight and subsume it and kind of create uh, basically like an anti-light so then that the spotlight not only does not shine on them anymore, it is now such a deep darkness that they might even trip over their own dumb zombie feet. It is now a magical darkness. And I just look to Lumi and just go, Shine on, my friend! Brit, Brit, highlight our sexiness like the greatest highlighter! So Lumi's gonna crack her knuckles, and um, as the light is shining on us, she's gonna hold her, her arms open and increase the light on us, and not only that, but use the tip of her void glaive um, Oh, not the tip of it, the, the handle of it, because it's nice and bright and shiny. The void glaive itself is not shiny. Um, and reflect, reflect the light off of it and into the disco ball so it shines out everywhere as well. All right, go ahead and make me that wizard roll. What was the difficulty, Cody? Uh, standard, so four, which you beat. Um... And now, if you would, make me a battle roll at uh, standard difficulty. Go. So, uh, your spell goes off the way you want to. And on top of that, the light shining from your glaive reflecting the light into the disco ball is so radiant. Uh, Would you care to... Tell me how the room reacts as zombies begin to immolate. I think that's the fancy word for catch on fire. Yes, yes, emulate does work. Um, so can I add a little bit of flavor to this? Absolutely. It's all yours. You rolled a six in that. So the... Um... The light coming out of the disco ball shines in all different rainbow colors. And since fire is a form of light, um, as the light hits the zombies, they are going to start erupting in different places on their bodies and start to catch on fire. But it's also going to be kind of where the light shines out of them as well, kind of like the disco ball. So each of the zombies is their own little disco ball adding to the light spectrum all around. Uh, so as rays of rainbow light project out into the room and zom- the sexy zombies at the dance party begin to light up, creating what some might call a disco inferno, you find yourselves on stage alone with Del Muerte De Santa Maria de Mundus, who points to his cousin, Dante, our lives have brought us both to this point, this threshold, this peak of sexy, he says as he, uh, arms above his head while putting his hands behind his neck, you know, the Jojoist of Jojo poses. 
and stretching to reveal his like eight pack of abs and a complete deep V cut cousin one last time dance with me as he does a pirouette into center stage facing off with you all and jumping out of the flames are four harpies replacing his zombie gang posing sexily behind him he lands and he points to Dante Light Eater. I look to him, ag- aghast, upset. Cousin, surely you know that a dance-off is not just a simple one-on-one venture. No, there must be teams, there must be drama. Come, my friends, my fellow sexy battle wizards. Let us bring the drama. And I will uh, look to my fellow sexy battle wizards and like jump onto the dance floor. Who ju- who jumps with me for behind me? Delmuerte shuffles backwards in a almost moonwalk as he stretches his arms out then my crew will just have to step up and gives the floor to y'all's dance crew. Cody, could I do a thing? Yeah. What is your thing? Uh, I would like to uh, open a door in the floor and have that door open on the other end, right above and behind where... uh, where Brendan is and just drop below and land with like a spin dance move uh, and score up with my homie. Absolutely. Make me that, uh, make me that wizard roll. Uh, what's the difficulty? Uh, it's cool. We'll say difficulty three. Hey, Hey. All right. Give me that flare and tell me exactly how you want it to happen. So, uh, Vio kind of, like, taps his, uh, dress shoes onto the floor sharply, and the, uh, what's the, what's the floor, like a disco, uh, like a runway, right? Yeah, it's like a runway with disco squares. (laughs) Yeah, I tap that, and, like, a two-by-three of the disco squares opens out, like, into the floor, like a door, uh, right when the heel tap happens. And about 20 feet up, Vigo's going to pop out and then land and do a very neat spin and point stylishly at the, uh, at, uh, at the, uh, the, the opposing dance crew. As I point, it's like, yeah, I suppose. All right. Uh, Michaela, Britt. Or Christina, you have anything special y'all want to do to square up? I want to walk up towards where the where the boys went and start to do kind of like a a dance twirl where my like dress or skirt kind of flares out a little bit, and then in the middle of the twirl, 
snap my fingers and like teleport like a couple feet just to get myself right to where the boys are to finish the twirl and then do a little like half bow. Dope. So that's simple magic. Uh, are you down to do a sexy roll for that? Sure. I am currently sexy three because of the weird bullshit. Yeah, bugs. That's two sixes. Uh, is there any flair you want to add to that or any specific reaction you're aiming to get from the other crew? Um, when I teleport, I want it to like disappear to where like it kind of looks like a puff of smoke, but like it's just from the atmosphere changing, kind of like um Nightcrawler. And then uh, yeah, when I pop back in, I'll like toss a little bit of confetti, and I'm looking to wow or surprise, like really impress the other team maybe get them shaken in their boots three out of the four harpies just seem wholly unimpressed they are real good if you did shake them they're real good at maintaining their demeanor however one of the fourth harpies uh as you finish your confetti toss the harpy directly across from you uh, drops on his knees like he's got chills that are multiplying and he's losing control and starts to crawl towards you non-aggressively. Excellent. I'll allow him to approach, but I won't, like... Unless he's going to do something aggressive, I won't do anything. I'll just kind of do the whole, like, look down down my nose at them. Uh, do you count wrapping his arms around your leg like it's a uh, 1970s Conan poster as an aggressive move? If they were trying to drag me down, yes. If they're just kind of like fawning over me, no. Yep, this is totally just a ripped bird man fawning over you who has now changed sides. Excellent. This is what I needed in my life. Michaela or Christina, do you have anything you would like to do? Sure. Since I have path of beast, what I'll do is snap my jacket open to the side and reveal ravens that I've so once my little ravens fly out, they go up above the dance floor um, and they have little sachets of borax crystals, which they'll sprinkle around. Um, since that will make the flames that are emitting all around us with zombies all green and glowy and sparkly for my fabulous entrance. And I will do a very bring it on-esque athletic spring backhand um, flips over to the dance floor and land very superhero posy with my rift bow, trying to be all intimidating. Are you going to land and do the arm thing? Uh, of course. What's the point if you're not going to do that? Got to do the arm thing. 
and the hair flip. Of course. Um, <laughs> that feels again more like a sexy roll than a magic roll to me. Would you mind rolling me a sexy roll at base difficulty of four? Uh, dice parser has just decided we're all rolling sixes tonight, I guess. Don't jinx it. Great. He would try to jinx it. He wants to kill us. Yes. Uh, what effect do you want out of this? Okay. Um, I would like uh, one or two of the harpies to be intimidated enough that they maybe start kind of shuffling, debating whether they're going to stay or go. Maybe one of them takes a misstep off the stage because they're obviously not as cool as us uh, and intimidated by our flair and falls into a flaming zombie and bursts into flames themselves. So as you finish your landing, uh, two of the remaining three zombies kind of take some steps back with the uh, one closest to the edge of the stage. Like you said, actually tripping and falling off into the inferno as the uh, smell of fried chicken wafts through the air. It smells of sweat and zombies and now fried chicken, but zero shame in here. (laughs) And last but not least... Christina, how is Lumi making their entrance? So, is the floor a light-up floor, like what, like a lot of discos are? Yeah, yeah. The light-up color change in tiles. Um, so, Lumi's gonna snap her fingers, and all the light is going to go to the single square that she's standing on. And as she walks out on the floor, it's going to blip to the next one as she keeps walking. The whole time she's got, so it's lighting her from the front up. So she's got that nice, like, silhouette. Um, and she's going to be twirling her glaive in one hand. And when she comes right next to her friends, it's going to light all of them up side by side, like, go from her and pan down. And she's going to, like, uh, stamp her staff uh, or her glaive on the ground and just kind of stare at them. Yeah, go ahead and make me a wizard roll for that light spell. See, Cody said something, and now I didn't get Almost a six. Failed, yeah. All right, so with that spell, as the group uh, gathers, Lumi settles into their position with the rest of the crew. And for a split second, you catch the demeanor drop in the uh, rival crew. As you might notice, a jaw go a little slack. But Del Muerte is still standing there, crossed-armed, looking unfazed, prepared for battle. Uh, Everybody take two determination as... uh, the collective badassness of y'all's entrance uh, fills you all with 
motivation and good vibrations and sweet sensations. Del Muerte de Santa Maria del Mundus extends his angelic wings and lifts into the air, retreating slightly with his uh, harp, two remaining harpies in tow. And they land with enough space for a dance battle. Uh, let's see. Let's roll those sexy rolls. Hey, Cody. Well, are are they dancing in the air, or are they actually like on the ground? Um, I was seeing if anybody failed, but uh, right now they are in the air. Okay, never mind then. Um, as they lift into the air, uh, swinging each other around in a Cirque du Soleil esque performance, rippling. Abs and soft bodies reflect in the air, reflect the light bouncing off of the flames back at you almost. Uh, The fanciful sexy routine ends as the harpies take hold of one of each of Del Muerte's arms and slingshot him back to the ground landing in front of you in a uh, sexy superhero kneel with his wings outstretched as feathers fall around you. Pitch black as night, almost blocking out the light from the uh, flames. He's trying to steal your gig with shadows. Oh, cousin, it seems that you've decided that the light does not suit you anymore, and yet... You come, and you step to me, the master and lord of shadows? Cousin, this is so unlike you. I'm going to do a spin, and then I'm going to do a disco thrust, and then a disco point up in the air towards where the, we snuffed out the light earlier. And I'm going to have those, the the the, the bits of, like, darkness basically shoot down as two giant arms to try and just grab his wings and just rip and tear all right um so roll me a You're playing in my house now buddy yeah no that's that's all three so with your Battle being one, if you're doing damage to somebody, you have to roll battle. So what I want to do is uh, each roll a sexy and then a wizard. And then each of those successes will give you a plus one to your battle. Okay, so we're going to and I have you said we got an extra three determination or two. Uh, two. Okay. So I'm going to spend one of my determination on my sexy roll. Uh, what is the uh, difficulty for this one? It will be four on sexy, uh, four on wizard, and five on battle. 
Okay, so I'm going to spend an extra determination on sexy since I'm only at two sexy, so I'd like to be at three to give myself a better chance. Well, determinations are, they're plus one on the tail end. Oh, I thought that they were plus one, uh, plus one die. They're, uh, it's your roll and then plus however many determination you want to stack onto it. Okay, because I'm looking at the thing right here and it says to spend uh, determination on a one for one basis to add additional dice to your pool. Oh. Then I guess I misread that. Yeah, if you got it pulled up, then, uh, yeah, can't argue with facts. Take it. Okay, so I'm going to use an additional determination to, or I'm going to use a determination to give myself 3d6 on the sexy roll. Uh, so that's one. Yep. I, I, I pulled off the sexy. Um, I'm going to just trust my wizard. That's two for the wizard. All right, so that gives you a total pool of three for battle right now. Um, and what did I have to do for battle? It was an uh, five. I needed a five. Okay, so I'm going to spend another determination on this, giving myself a total pool of four for battle and hope that the odds are in my favor. Oh, my God, I got a six. You got a six. All right, so you... Had a slight hiccup in your dance. Uh, you you missed a step, stepped off beat. Nothing, nothing too big, nothing detrimental. But you point up, and arms, uh, tendrils made out of shadow wrap themselves around the black wings of uh, Del Muerte. And as you begin to rip and tear. Uh, since you got a six, would you like to describe what happens to his wings or what happens to him as you rip his wings off? Uh, I'm going to go to uh, as the tendrils grab onto the wings, they're going to pick him up and just be like, my cousin. Del Muerte de Santa Maria de Mundus. Now you are as gra- you are no longer the angelic figure. And as it they just kind of like wishbone the wings. Now you're stuck on the ground with us here. No longer shall your God give you the sexiness of an angel. Now you are merely a 10 instead of a 10 plus. Oh, oh. Uh, so since he successfully is pulling the wings off when he, when um his cousin drops down, can I like shake my glaive a little bit and have, gumballs fall out so they go underneath of his feet so when he lands he slides on them and falls on the ground yeah yeah any anybody else want to kick this dog while it's down uh yes could i tap my heel on the floor again and uh open two doors one after the other before the gumballs hit the ground so you know what portal where you shoot a portal down and then shoot the portal above it so that you just accelerate because it's looping yeah. Can I just loop him through a couple a couple rounds of doors so he hits the ground really hard? On gumballs. On gumballs. <laughs> it's a lot of gumballs. Like, you've all seen how ridiculous Lumi is about snacks, so. Yeah. Uh, Michaela or Britt, you have anything else to add to this uh, shaming? I think I'm good. 
Can I unleash a raccoon to help maul him while he's flailing through the portals? Can yeah. Can I get a magic roll from let's see, the order of operations as he goes down to the ground would be a magic roll from Tyler first to see if the portals work. You wanna use a determination? Yeah, I'm gonna use a determination for mine. Because my magic is only one. Yeah! <laughs> Six. A wizard from Michaela to unleash the rabid raccoon. Uh, that's just a difficulty three, because, you know, you're pulling a wild animal out of your jacket that's, like, barely even magic for you. Ah, uh, yes. Summon a rabid raccoon. Easy. That's Tuesday for her, right? Yeah, like, I don't even know if she's actually using magic for it, or if she just had the raccoon in there the entire time. (laughs) It's both. And so I'm doing this under wizard, right? Yes. No, I only have one for that, so I'll just spend two determination just to make sure. Oh, okay. Okay. Christina, would you roll me a battle roll to have the um, gumball damage? My battle is two, but I'm just I'm gonna spend one determination just just because. Oh, I was yeah, I'm pretty solid. Destroyed. That that's a pretty solid roll. Did all three of you got a six? So uh, before that, you describe whatever happens to this guy at the end. Uh, at the very end, I assume that I don't need to use this for an actual roll, but I assume that there's going to be some kind of arterial spray as that his wings were ripped off and is now flying through portals. I'm going to open up my doom shield, the parasol that I have, so that none of the blood gets on all of our nice clothing. Um... <sighs> I wasn't expecting literally everyone to roll a six. So, what as everything fades to a fades to black as a stark white light illuminates the silhouettes of uh, Del Muerte de Santa Maria del Mundus and his cousin Dante Lighteater. As these inky black tendrils slink onto the scene and just rip the wings off of this angelic figure, spraying bright red blood that contrasts darkly to the black and white. Like, I'm talking like Sin City if it was an anime scene right now. Ooh. Just as it happens, Dante pulls out his doom shield and spins the parasol, collecting the droplets of dark angelic blood, creating a new color of crimson dye, a color that no one else in the world has. As he spins it and the color fades to the center of his parasol and down into a ink vial in the bottom of in the handle. After that, 
Domuerte looks up and with a final breath begins to say, I knew you would betray. And then the three of you, if you would like to describe what happens as your spells cut him off from talking more shit. All I have is a cheeky thing to say after the spells are done. Uh, since y'all rolled sixes, Michaela or Christina, do y'all have anything special you want to pop off slash add on to your spell? Uh, not really. Like I said, all Lemmy's going to do is just kind of like tap her, her glaive so that, and like swish it forward real quick and just gumballs are just going to... Wait, I, I'm sorry. I have the ultimate insult. What Could I, with my portals before I send him back through portals through them, could I have the portals... Send him crashing through a jort factory. There's no way to be stylish while wearing jorts. So one, there is. You just have to have a pair of pit vipers and a mullet. Yeah, okay, buddy. Whatever you say. Two, yes, you can have your doors open to wherever you want them to open to. You can take and completely rearrange his wardrobe as he falls through. Yes, I, I want him to be wearing a solid blue denim outfit that looks awful once he gets through my portal. Just full-on Canadian tuxedo. <laughs> Including denim, uh, denim gloves. <laughs> so, uh, as the portals close and open... Uh, you see flashes of a uh, now just man uh, slowly getting more and more dressed in denim with each flash. Uh, the nude skin tone is replaced with the blue striations of denim. When finally he lands hard on the gumballs Lumi had placed out, which explode upward in a pinata-like manner. And now looking up at you is a... what was once a sexy man. Now a near toothless, half-hairless really been through the ringer man wearing a Canadian tuxedo and what appears to be a coonskin hat that's still moving. You know, you, uh, you really hit the dance floor pretty hard there, friend. I would like to, uh, once at my doom shield has finished collecting, uh, the the the, the new, the new color, I would like to pull out the little vial that it has and then I would like to uh, take a little picture of it with, with me, like, smiling, and then, like, immediately post it to social media saying, anyone can have this except for Anish Kapoor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> we have taken a stand. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the opinion that we're sticking to, it, apparently. Uh, with that being said... Thoroughly defeated, Domuerte just slinks into tears as the uh, other two harpies that were, you know, watching this take place 
kind of slink down and uh, begin to flank Anna like their compatriot who was smart enough to switch sides earlier. Uh, Britt, you now have gained a cohort of harpies. Uh, I would like to squat down and put a hand on his shoulder. Hey, man, I'm sorry. I'm sure you have a great personality. He uh, looks up in between sobs, uh, gives you a smolder. Who needs personality when you look this good and smiles? But uh, the smile is like his teeth are browned with what you can only assume is the fecal matter of a raccoon. Oh, no. Raccoon. I I, I give the raccoon a little candy bar. Right. Uh, So, with the dance-off between Dante and the Harpies, um, and the zombies being dead... Uh, where would y'all like to go? You assume, just based off of the area around you, the zombies, most of the zombies were like solid eights or nines. So the tens are probably somewhere deeper in the temple. How would you like to proceed? Well, I would like to, uh, strut our stuff uh, with the doom shield over my shoulder and kind of just start uh, doing like a catwalk strut deeper into the dance hall to try and uh, find these people and then also confront the Lord of the Dead. Yes. Yeah, I'll follow. Everybody following along? Yep. I think we're all done Kung Fu fighting. Yep. As you all continue deeper, um, you finally get to a great hall. Uh, At the end of the hall is a large doorway uh, with the the Greek, there are Greek letters over the door that are Omega, Rho, Gamma, Iota. And flanking each side of the long hallway are terracotta statues of a thousand gigachads. All right. So you stand on the precipice of greatness. Uh, The last thing standing between you and a orgy room full of ten pluses is an army of a thousand gigachads. How would you like to proceed? A thousand gigachads? A thousand gigachads. I want to swing for the fences and do something spicy. How big a door how big a door can I make? How difficult do you want it to be? I want to open a door underneath all the gigachads. Uh that would definitely be a difficulty six. I have more devotion. Let's try it. Uh, determination. We'll give it a swing. Plus, if I mess it up, it'll be funny. Hey. 
Um, and because it is, uh, because you are doing it to do harm, you would roll battle instead of wizard for this one. Oh, really? Or we'll do, we'll do like, we'll do like we did for Brendan, uh, roll your wizard. If you get a success on your wizard, it'll add a extra die to your battle. Okay. But I need to get a six on my wizard too. We're just going to say you need to get a six on your battle. Okay. So what do I need to get my wizard? Uh, aiming for four for wizard. Okay. Just to get the success to add the extra die to your battle. Okay, let's... Oh, four wizards. Okay. Yep. I'm going to use my determination on my battle roll. So it's five dice? Yep. Come on. Yeah! Oh, shit. You actually got a six. Hell yeah. All right. So you bumble a little on your spell casting, but your spell is successful. Let us know what happens. So these are a bunch of 10 plus undead zombies of Hades, right? Uh, no, these are clay terracotta soldiers. They haven't even moved yet. Oh, I thought they were gigachads. Well, they are gigachads. That's they're shaped like gigachads. Ah, okay. But they're made of clay. Okay. Uh. I would like to squat down slowly and knock on the ground three times and then just mutter silently to myself, death knocks three times. I'm going to open a door underneath all of the uh, all the terracotta soldiers and send them to a uh, nerdy geography, uh, G- no, an, a nerdy architecture division of a college in at uh, Antarctica, not Antarctica, Arkansas. That's the place. So just get them out of my way. Out of your way. And and send them to be to be fondled on by a bunch of nerdy architects or archaeologists in Arkansas. Probably crushing the archaeology building if I'm being honest, but you know what? That they're, 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 I'll worry about that later. So this might be a little too on the nose, but may I make a suggestion? Sure. That they fall into the basement of a Wisconsin lake house? You son of a bitch. Sure. And I'll turn them into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, a Wisconsin lake house. That works. Well, hey there, I wonder where these all came from now. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh no. If everyone else would make me a quick battle roll, uh difficulty three. As the doors of this area open up and you know, Vigo doesn't necessarily register the extent of his uh magic at the moment. Yeah, Vigo's tired. That was a big spell. Uh, and the doors kind of... The floor kind of opens up under y'all as well. So, like, a quick uh, battle roll to jump out of the way. Uh, I would like to not jump out of the way. I would like to... Uh, I'm sure that there are some shadows around here. Just make myself a uh, a comfortable chair of shadows that I can just sit on and like cross my legs and look very stunning. Yes, and it's adorned with black feather pillows. Oh, absolutely. 
So in that case, make me a magic roll. Or a wizard roll. Can I just, like, do my, my finger snap and teleport to not on top of the door? Yeah, if you want to do a wizard roll instead of battle, sure thing. I think I got it with a six there, Cody. This dice roller really likes us tonight. It's still a six, technically. Got him, coach. <laughs> so, can I, like, like, as the, I guess, do, do we, are we near anything that I can, like, push off of? Uh, yeah, like, you can flavor it any way you want. Like, it's, it's just a, yeah, it's just a base level, uh, difficulty three battle roll. Oh, okay. I was gonna say that I was gonna use my, my blade and my sculpted muscles to, uh, just kind of, like, push off and flip out of the way, so. Nope. All right, it... Of course it has to go wrong for Christina. It works too well for everyone else. So you get uh, one stress and one determination. The doors try to... Lumi begins to slip despite her best efforts to uh, bounce and wall run out of the trap. She is currently in danger how would you all like to respond to keep your friend from uh suffering the fate of being stuck in a wisconsin basement i can't spell i don't think i can help don't look at me okay so you can tell me this is dumb but i want to do my finger snap teleport to right below her and like kick her back up onto the floor and then teleport back into the room. This is dumb, you know, in this game where we just finished having a disco dance off with harpies and a uh, fallen angel. So, wizard? Uh, yeah, wizard for the teleportation, yeah. And just a difficulty four. I should have spent the determination. I thought about it. Uh, I don't know if I can even help because I cast a spell. I could try. Uh, if you want to do that retroactively and try to roll one more d6 and see if it uh hits the threshold, you're welcome to. God damn! Oh no! So, okay, is this how we die on a Wisconsin death trip? Oh no! Um, Anna snaps her fingers and teleports to try to save Lumi. But in the confusion of twisting and turning, instead of kicking, um, kind of wraps their legs around each other, like in a, uh, like you're getting ready for a power bomb. It's, it's the, the uh, hysteria that sets in after a disco inferno. Really makes me feel weird. Derek, who's who's next to? Uh, I don't, Cody. I don't think I can people. help because I cast it. Right. I mean, if you want to do like it is still your spell. Like, if you want to roll a uh, wizard to try to, the Giga Chads have already fallen. If you want to roll like a wizard to try to redirect the destination now to have them pretty much just fall in the room next to you, you're welcome to. 
What if you open another little door, like, within the door that takes us to the next room? Yeah, but what if I mess it up and send you somewhere else, worse than Wisconsin? What's worse than Wisconsin? Ohio. Ohio? Ohio? Yeah, let's go to the brainwave. Alright, uh, sure. I'll, I only have one dice to roll for wizard, though. Uh, do you want me to roll it? Because I can't control where you get sent if I fail. That's Cody. So, yes, roll it. I mean, do what you feel. No, no, tell me whether to do it or not. I'm I not mean, I can teleport back. I can't take Christina back with me, so... Uh... I can try to save Christina because I've got one wizard plus one determination left. Elephant grab. Just summon a bird to come and get me, I guess. <laughs> Uh, it's, it would be a little creepier, but, um, hundreds of spiders could sp- build a web to catch you. I'm down with that. I kind of want everyone to fail the save, actually. We've been doing so poorly now. I love it. Not that I want you to get into harm's way, but it's funny that we're all failing now. Okay, there we go. So what would be the difficulty I'd have to beat to, uh, save? Uh, roll, it's a four. Roll me that wizard one more time since you're saving two now. It's okay if I don't get saved. I'll come back with some cheese. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, if I can match it at least. Yeah, so Jocelyn opens her badass leather jacket as a army of spiders spill out of it carrying behind them the embroidery that slowly disappears off the badass uh, sexy leather jacket, turning it into a standard badass leather jacket as both embroidery and lace disappear to create a web under her friends, uh, bringing the other two to safety. And as the doors close behind them, you notice the web on the ground also spells out in some letters some wizard damn it cody and everyone is safe god i was really hoping tyler would roll and then botch it that way he'd explode oh is that what happened i'll just explode yeah if you uh, if you roll a 2 or lower you just explode in a burst of magic no oh, excellent and then regenerate back at your wizard tower. Mm. Well, that's just for magic, right? I think it's on any roll. I think it's flavored different for each of them, but maybe, maybe I'm wrong. But I think that's how they manage the dice rolling failure. Well, the only reason I asked that is because I got a two on my um, battle to, to get out of the way. Well, you didn't have any stress. It's if you roll lower than what your stress score is. So every time you fail, you get a stress score. So now if you roll lower than a... If you roll a one or lower, now you explode. I I don't have the sheets in front of me, so... You said every time we fail? Yeah, so you... Britt, you are at three stress, so you can't... Like, you have to roll higher than a three. Gross. Unless the difficulty's a three. If you roll a three on a difficulty three, you still succeed, so it's not failing. 
so you okay. don't explode in food, but anything else will be three. On the bright side, you can just teleport back since you can teleport. Yeah, like teleportation yeah. magic make the exploding like the most minuscule of deals. So how would you all like to make your entrance through the orgy doors? Well, I made the entrance last time, so I think that someone else should take center stage. So at this point, the doors are just open, right? Like, I, I've successfully dodged the ground opening from underneath us. I'm kind of off to the side. I can just gingerly walk through the doors. Yeah, like, the doors are not open, but there is nothing in your path. It is You are in an empty room with the closed orgy doors in front of you. Well, then I can do a sassy hair flip and saunter to the doors and kick them open. All right. Uh, as you kick those doors open, hundreds of naked bodies kind of freeze and all the sound in the room stops. As, like, to avoid getting too graphic, a waft of the smell of sweat just bursts out of the room. And everybody is just staring at you in dead silence as you have interrupted the orgy. Uh, the man from your dreams earlier stands up from the middle of the room, looking across at you. Ah, the guests of honor. You have arrived. And you've done us the favor of getting rid of all of the less attractive zombies on your way here find a spot have fun enjoy yourself and he kind of gets up and walks to the back of the room sitting on a throne lackadaisically completely unimpressed by this show-stopping show that you've just done by kicking the doors open how would you all like to proceed so I guess then I'll go um, them uh, with, with the Lord of the Dead telling us to just take a seat. I'm going to just. Well, no, I don't think that I'll do that, Mr. Anubis. That just isn't my style. You stop this orgy of the damned or face the consequences. By me. Dante Virgil Nero Lightyear. Ha <laughs> ha. Dante, my sweet, sweet boy. Uh, there's an uncomfortable air in how he says the word sweet. How would you propose that you would punish me when the powers of Shadowmancy are derived? Where do you think they come from? Well, obviously, everyone knows that the that the powers of shadowmancy come from the come from the shadow realm, where that people are banished to. It's much like the Phantom Zone, but full of shadows. With a flick of his wrist, you want to see true power over shadows, do you? Here, child, let me. Fix your hair. 
he uh, saunters across the room over the bodies and caresses your cheek as, like, he turns your totally natural and not-dyed white streak back to pitch black. Oh, uh, he makes your white hair match your totally natural black streak, then. (laughs) (gasps) How, How dare you do this to me, Pluto? Now that your hair is an acceptable tone. Would you like to correct yours and come sit on my lap? Uh, He pulls his hand away, stroking your chin with a finger as he Shut it, you foolish Shinigami! And I'm going to, as that I stare at him, use my deepest, darkest shadowmancy. As that he talks to me, I'm going to use the shadows that are created when that light touches the inside of your mouth to cause a massive shadow spike to just form inside of his throat. Revert, <laughs> dark. Roll for it, bud. This is, gonna, this is gonna get dark real quick. Six, six, six. I hope oh, I get triple sixes. Pretty close. Tell us how this happens as you uh, reverse blowjob that shadow spike to shove it down the uh, Lord of Death's throat. Thanks for that. Lovely description. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to basically have that shadow spike just uh form like right where the tonsils would be or like where the like the furthest part that I can see like a shadow in and then just basically go horizontally so that it just like expands as wide as it can and then look back to the rest of my crew and be like get 'em gang. Yeah. Uh everybody take a additional uh determination as uh, Dante Nero Virgil Light Eater has successfully surprised the King of Shadows. Nice. Uh, I have something to follow up, if I may. Yeah. Uh, I would like to do a simple teleportation and land on the Lord of Shadows' shoulders, and then throw my Celestial Blade uh, letter opener down his esophagus. The opening that Brendan has created. Just just putting putting everything in this guy's throat. I dig it. <laughs> he already opened it up. He said horizontal, I'm going vertical. You know? Yeah, uh, make me that battle roll, bud. You want to, or, do you, I'm just simply teleporting above him. Do you want me to roll for yeah, that? Like or is that... Nah, that's, that's like cantrip level teleportation. Yeah. Oh, yeah, just go ahead and roll me that battle. So I'll just use my determination for a battle roll then. Okay, still a six. Yep, that is uh, still a six with a Celestial Magic Blade. Um, Since this is the last of the session, uh, what type of magic special effect power would you like your Celestial Blade to have as it's going down the throat of a uh, 
not honestly, celestial being. Honestly, bud, I haven't put any thought into it. Dealer's choice. Dope. Um, Run with it. So, uh, as Vigo lands on the shoulders of this off-balanced, off-kiltered god, he shoves the golden glowing letter opener down the gullet, and you just hear a sound as the blade is swallowed and then in addition to the single shadow spike about ten spikes of blinding white light penetrate outwards from uh, the torso of this being who would like to pile on next um I just want to I guess teleport like pop up behind him and just kind of like when he's done I guess dying or whatever just kind of push him over gently so he falls over. Well, he's still not quite dead. Like we haven't entered uh the panic mode of the boss battle yet. Uh well then in that case I would like to uh Teleport behind him and then bonk him over the head with my wolf ghost hammer. You're not going to teleport down his throat? <laughs> no. So I've got an, uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and make that roll for me. That's a battle roll, isn't it? It is. Well, since my battle is a one, and. I uh, have a stress of three. Can I spend? Do I, can I only spend one determination per roll, or can I spend more? Uh, you can spend however much determination you have. All right, I'm gonna spend all three of my determination to hopefully get higher than a three. Hey. So as. Anna teleports behind uh, this god. She swings her hammer down, and the ghost wolf hammer appears to grow larger in size as the great maw opens, swallowing the top half of Hades, and then bites him in half, bisecting him. Uh, what lays in front of you are a pair of legs that drop to their knees in front of you. The air in the room seems to grow cold. And the uh, people around you seem to cry out and scream in pain as thousands of shiny black scarab beetles uh, crawl out from under their skin. Um, Anna and Vigo, your sexies are both now back down to twos as you both feel great pain as the scarab that had entered you is now exiting you. 
Is there anything you all would like to do to react to this? Um, as uh, as the hammersmith was coming, I would have like hopped off and landed like on the other shoulder or something to avoid that gigantic wolf maw, or maybe even like on uh, wait, uh, Dante was right there. I'll land on Dante's shoulder, but when the pain happens, I'm just gonna like touch my side and just fall off and land with a harsh thud on the ground right next to Dante, grimacing in pain. Dope. As the scarab beetle exits Anna, she will uh, kind of drop down to her knees real quick and just kind of look like she's holding her arms, like in in a like hugging herself with like a pained look on her face. Boyd, um, the scarab beetles seem to be collecting at the uh, waistline of the torso um, of Hades' corpse. They seem to be amassing into the shape of the top half that was just, you know, eaten by a wolf hammer. Um, How would you all like to react to the situation? I guess uh, once I can collect myself, I'll just bonk it again, like to try to crush the beetles before they coalesce. All right, uh, roll me that battle. Or maybe I would. You know what? Fuck it. I will roll battle. Still got him. <laughs> no, 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 not today. All right, Britt, tell me how you want to uh, finish off my surprise ending. So as the beetles start to coalesce, Anna will look up and kind of take a deep breath, mutter, oh, no, you don't. Stand up, grab a hold of her hammer, spin it around her head real quick like a helicopter motion to get the maximum arch and smack it down on top of the beetles coalescing and attempt to crush all of them. And you do. Uh, is there anything else anyone would like to do before we wrap? Because I've got like one last thing as a wrap up. Well, I have this handy dandy rift bow that hasn't been used yet. So I guess now would be a good time to fire the rift bow, opening up a rift in time and space underneath the corpse. Just shoot him in the in the lower torso part. You know, you know where to aim. There, right. Oh, okay. I see how it's it is. The smallest part of the body. Got it. Yeah. <clears throat> ha. Yeah. Go ahead and make me that. Uh, make me that battle roll. I will use one of my determinations to bring me up to three. Oh. What's your stress at? Perfect. This actually aligns with exactly what I wanted to happen before the wrap-up. Um, <laughs> well, thankfully, I don't burst into glitter because my stress is at two and my highest dice was three, so I'll survive. Yeah. 
Um, kinda. So, Jocelyn takes aim with a rift bow. Um, but as she looses the arrow, only then does she realize the sheer magnitude of the power behind this artifact. And just as she she has just enough time to say, fuck, before you all experience a blinding white light and wake up at, in your on the balcony of Dante's room looking out over what is now a crater in the center of Greece. Uh, you hear sirens wailing and a news broadcast in the corner of the room plays just barely audible over the sirens. Breaking news. It seems that the dead are rising from the grave. Not only in Greece anymore, but all over the world. It's as if the doors to hell have been opened. And that's the end of the game. It wasn't me. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. I have a question, though. Bro, I don't know. Guys... Guys, was was he like my dad or something? We were the guys. bad guys all along. Oh, okay. Oh no! Supreme. Supreme. I mean, Greece. that is part of the theme of the game is that y'all solved the problem, but in a way that nobody asked you to, and the magical authorities don't like that. We, he was kind of a douchebag, but we did just like show up and be like, "Hey, we'll kill it." Uh, pretty simplistic. Uh, it was fine. I will say my heart wasn't entirely in it, but it was fun. I think I got more into it tonight than I did the night before, like because we actually got to do stuff instead of build up to it. Yeah, I definitely feel like tonight we got to play with the system a little bit more than we did on the first session. Yeah. Yeah, I think that uh, having the group uh, in these one shot RPGs or in these like two page RPGs or whatever the hell that they're called, like I think that having a split up is actually not for the best. Like, I think that we need to all just kind of stay together to be able to play off of each other. Yeah, well, you weren't setting things on fire this time around, you know, or watching people set things on fire, I guess I should say. <laughs> Or maybe even have like a slightly more uh, in-depth session zero, so that everybody's a little more into their characters from the from jump. I, I I think I don't think the game is the problem. I think it's me. I just really really enjoy a lot of in-depth character stuff, and this game didn't really come back to them with that, and that's fine. It's it's me. It's not the game. And there was no there was no there was no bourgeoisie there was no bourgeoisie for us to overthrow in this one. <laughs> we 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 couldn't fight capitalism. We could only fight the concept right. of dying. Yeah, y'all did y'all did really well. Though the the dice parser read the assignment that we wanted to wrap up by ten thirty tonight. I guess the dice parser did in fact understand. The yeah, assignment. uh, the really like 
that, that was actually really, the, as far as like the actual game goes, like the game that got run, like really, really good job there, Cody. Like I, I really did enjoy it. That was not at all the issue. I think for me, uh, it was easy for me to find stuff to like use light as a magic power and to like fight. For me, I'm like, the sexy part was the hard part for me to be like, uh, I mean, I can throw a hair flip in here, but eh. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree with that. Like, I, this game kind of demands a certain amount of like, like, pride in yourself that I can't bring to the table. So, this game requires a certain amount of hair flipping and snapping your fingers and pointing like dramatically. It, it, yeah, it does. It, it oh, demands that you it, embrace yes. Telemundo. And as someone who's one of my favorite aspects of RP is the flirt with your friends. It was definitely, I feel like in my wheelhouse, which is part of why I enjoyed it. But I enjoyed it. It was just really hard to get into the mindset of I'm a sexy wizard I was more of like, I'm going to do this thing. But wait, I forgot. There's a sexy part to this. Crap. What do I do? Yeah, the wizard part was not hard to get into. The sexy part was a little harder for me to get into. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, that's that's why they have you rank your stats. So, like, it's A-OK to focus more on, to focus more on wizard or battle. You don't gotta be sexy. Like, by the bar, you're a 10. But But you could be, like, a 15 as a wizard. Alright, then, yeah, like, I... I, I'd play that again, like, that we had, like, something else, but it is definitely, like, it it is not something I would make a campaign out of. Uh, I think it actually is, which is why they have death not be permanent. Like, I think that's why you just re-collect at the wizard bar ready for the next uh, session. That or the probability of failing and then rolling less than your stress is probably high enough that they don't want to make you die on like your first or second roll. Fair. Yeah, I mean for chickens like you had a way to like you basically were gone, and I was like, "Nah, it's not fun." But you know, if guys found a way to get cooked, anyways, I think a lot of these uh, little two-page things try to find a way to be like, "Okay, you're not gone, but like, here's a way you guys can keep playing because there's a good chance, you know, something's gonna happen." Michaela, what did you think of your third RPG? Because you had D&D, then you had chickens, and now you got wizards. She knows that she's muted, yeah, right? Yeah, but I also have access to another phone. Yeah, we're still next to each other, which is why I have oh, to okay. myself. Uh, it's definitely easier to get into. Um, I like that it's a little bit more complex than chickens. Um, yeah, overall simple enough that anyone could understand. Jump in. It was enjoyable. Uh, difficulty getting into the sexy part, but the wizard aspect was fun. I, I could rock the wildlife. That was easy. Enough. I will say this. The way that Cody ran this game, this game was incredibly horny. Yeah. 
Yeah. I just, a lot I of think you did pretty well getting into the sexy part of the kid with like flirting with the librarian and like the hair flip and just like I'm gonna kick in this door and just strike a pose, fuck everybody. But yeah, I agree with the with the other thing. There was a lot of bonking happening. There was a lot of horny. There's so much bonking. The horny police are out in force, guys. Bonk. I'd say they can't catch me, but the horny police definitely did catch the BBEG. Not once, but twice, and then left them in a crater. Bonk. Bonk. (laughs) Michaela just said y'all fanatossed him out of existence. This last episode was recorded in front of a live John Stamos impersonator, and no sevens were harmed in the making of this show. If you liked the show, why not give it a like or even a subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice. Reviews are always helpful, and we appreciate the feedback we've been getting lately. You can follow us on Twitter at A Pair of Dice Lost, on Facebook at A Pair of Dice Lost Podcasting, and if you wanted to ask any questions, you can send them to A Pair of Dice Lost at gmail.com. Our theme song for this game is Be Chillin' by Alexander Nakarada, copyright 2017 under a Creative Commons license. And for making it this far, please enjoy the outtakes and keep cool, you secret 11 you. Why can't I remember his little other name? Damn it, Brendan, remind me. Uh, it's been two weeks, I don't remember. Mundus, that's it. Oh. Don't worry, de Santa Maria de, de Mundus. Is that it? Yeah. Wasn't it Delmundus? Delmundus. Okay. I don't know. I had so many just like extra modifiers into that because I can't speak real Spanish. Who knows what it is? By the end, I'll have like five extra syllables. Well, Del is of the. And Mundo is like. Never mind. Just keep going. Isn't Mundo World? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so. Uh, Brendan, what's your character's name again? Dante Light Eater? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Are you gonna say the- are you gonna say the thing, Brendan? What thing? They're approaching you. (laughs) I'm trying to remember. I think that my wizard step might actually have been a- Two, I'm looking up what I sent you. I don't remember. <laughs> it's been two weeks. You're, so, Brendan, you're sexy two, battle one, wizard three. Oh, you're fantastic. Thank you so much. For some reason, I thought that my sexiness was higher. Oh, that's right. I'm the only one with battle three, because you're all nerds. Forgot about that. If I can do that. Absolutely. Points to his cousin. I forgot the voice for him. Crap. I do not remember. Uh, was it kind of like... Was it just Spanish soap opera? I feel like it was just Spanish soap opera, but in English. Yeah, it was, I think it was, it was, it was very Telemundo adjacent. Cody, you hear me? Yeah. 
you hear me? I can hear him. Can you not? Hold on. Try again. Did you have me muted? No, my I have a, a roller volume thing on my headset, and I rolled it. It's fine. No, no I, I'm no. not Brendan. I didn't have you muted. Your, your wizard is a one. Oh yeah, I have wizard one, so I guess I only roll one d six. Wrong chat. I guess you're right. There you go. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm glad I got a great roll for this relatively useless. Oops, <laughs> not a d thirty six. That was my bad. That's a bad roll on a D36. You don't have to. I have a. I know. I'm so used to pressing Alt. <laughs> I never thought I'd see myself in this position with harpies. I mean, they could probably put you in a lot of different positions. They can fly, after all. It, did you say that, or did Anna say that? Uh, that was Britt saying that. Okay. Considering oh, my. Never mind. History. Considering my past history with harpies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you were saying that as your character. No, but that was a good comeback. Give the, give the raccoon cotton candy. Make him wash it away. No! <laughs> oh, I'm giving him a candy bar. You don't upset the raccoon and give him candy. Cotton candy. I've seen that video. Me too. I love it. It's so sad. But I'm giving the raccoon a candy bar. Like, just a small one. As a treat. And then we can pause the offload. God damn it, Cody. I meet. So we're going into the orgy hall with a thousand gigachads. Well, the a thousand gigachads are guarding the orgy hall, but yeah. Oh, okay. Let me just get Craig to leave so I can, uh... <laughs> Thank you, Craig. Bye, Craig. There we Craig, go. Craig, buddy, we got your PB and J, some 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 snacks, some chalky milk. Welcome back, buddy. Welcome back, Craig. That sultry robotic voice, motherfucker. You leave Craig alone, jackass. He's a good boy. Craig's a good sultry. noodle. You son of a bitch. Sure. And I'll turn them into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, Wisconsin Lake House. That works. Oh, hey there. I wonder where these all came from now. <laughs> no. Oh, no. All right. It sounds like then I'm going to just have to do a second season of Exalted vs. World Darkness where you all have to fight your own characters from sexy battle wizards. Oh, no. I hate it. I hate that. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's behaving tonight, which means I'm not looking forward to our next session. The hysteria. Sedatives. Where's the acid pit when we need it in the skeleton? Well, I guess we're about to fall into a pit, so... A pit of Wisconsin. How, how dare you do this to me, Pluto? Pluto instead of Pluto. And I was same, like, why are you cursing in Spanish? 
I, I definitely same. thought it was the same. I was like, oh man, we are really leaning into this totally English telenovela. I just thought he, I heard Pluto only because I he's going to call this god every god of death but the actual one that it is. Yeah, I, I figured that out. That's why I knew he meant Pluto, but I swear I heard Pluto and I was like, okay. Yep, that's it. That's it for me. Craig, that's it then, Cody. Hi, Craig. All right, everybody, say goodbye to Craig. Want to do the thing where we review the uh, little thing like we did for chickens? Oh yeah. Don't leave that, Craig. Oh yeah, yeah. We should probably do that. (laughs) Okay, we're not going to leave yet. Okay, so. We'll put that on and ju- we'll do that in just a second. So, uh, <laughs> all right. And with that, I think that Craig's gonna gonna sigh on out of here. Craig, we love you. I've known Craig for one night, and I would die for him. <laughs> I can crunch on things and play shitty video games during game without disturbing my nerd friends. Craig, never leave me. That, that's the that's the that's the noise suppression from Discord. So Craig, it, no, you can't change my mind. It's no, Craig. No, I'm the one who set it up. No, it's the noise Craig. suppression. It's Craig. Now I'm gonna change it back it's, to say it's, you it's Craig. Craig's not behind your Craig, happiness. Take Craig from me. Be a Brit. Craig.